Um, whenever I, I mean, we I, don't need them till segment two, so yeah, we really don't. I mean, not saying it like that, but saying it like that. Oh, so I'm gonna. We live. Live. <laughs> I know we live. I know we live. I said what I said. <laughs> Wait, you're not. That looked like a gang sign. Um, oh, gang sign. I was going like this, but it was too many. It, it made letters. Let's not do that anymore. Um, so I'm going, I'm going live on this, and I'm just working that out. But yeah, let's go. You can start the show. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. You ready? No, I'm ready. Born ready. Say it. I was born ready. You was gonna say it. Say it. I was born ready. I was born ready. Born ready like this. Let's go. What's up, family, and welcome back to another episode of your new favorite podcast, Hush Your Mouth. As always, it's your favorite's favorite, Mason, and... You already know, it's your girl, Corey D's, a.k.a. Lemon Squeeze, a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. a.k.a. You did it, you did it, you did it. Every week that gets better and better and better and better and better. Every week, I swear. Last week though was horrible because I really did not have a voice or anything, and it was just like I was destroyed. Like I don't know, I don't know how I did it. I taught myself to do it, but it so it didn't sound as enthusiastic. I don't think my listener. I know you were you were definitely not yourself because our guest was saying some wild stuff, and I was sitting back like, oh, she's again, she's about to get him, she's about to get him. And you just never did. You got him like I a little bit. You got him like 10% of what you would normally get him. I want to bring him back because we got some unfinished business. You are not even fair. You want to bring him back so you could get him. That's not even funny. Like You just want to bring him back so you could teach him some things. I want to teach him a few things because he should not ever be saying those things. I was like, wait, what? I was like, wait, wait. At points, I was like, let me save you from yourself, my brother, because... If you guys missed what happened last week, then you guys need to, um, if you missed what happened last week, then you guys need to go back and watch that Talk to Me Tuesday. That was very interesting because, Mm. yeah. Was it? um, Today, yeah, today, dating, that was what we were talking about, um, dating and why they're doing it wrong, right? Mm -hmm. That was the topic. That was part two of a two-part series. Last week was sequel week. That was a good one, too. Um, So today we're back for another Talk to Me Tuesday. Before we jump into all of that, we definitely want to thank um, our Hush and Mouth family. Y'all are family. Shout them out for joining us on our journey. On our journey. We were about to be making a year soon. That's crazy. Mm. 
it's been a long year because we've been doing a lot of changes. We just, you know, moving and grooving with the motions and the oceans and all that. But y'all matter here on Hush Your Mouth. Y'all are like our fourth member, third member, however many members. We, we value Depending more. on the week. It depends Depending on the week. Depending on the week, right? But um, Hush Your Mouth is definitely a gang, and we love y'all <laughs> from the bottom of our hearts. Before we jump into um, our our talk to me segment, which is not even going to be as long as it usually is, because like I said, Hush Love is always going through changes. We're always trying to figure out ways to make things right for you guys. We want to do our normal mental health check-in. Mason, this is a, yet another weekend where I feel like I didn't really speak to you as much. No, we spoke probably like what Friday and Saturday a little bit, but not a lot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a long weekend, long weekend, relaxing, but long. Um, I went to Blend. I was drinking alone for a little bit. Blend on the water. Blend on the water. See, you know. I her. love that. Come on, chill it's out. A, I've been it's, going it's, to blend. It's a spot. It's a spot. It's, it's, it's definitely a spot. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. Um, so uh, I had dinner. Um, my friend finally joined me, and we had dinner. Uh, the drink was strong, hella strong. So I, it, it was definitely worth it. Um, Saturday. That was Saturday. We tried to hurry up and skip on by that. So you, your friend joined you. Was this your like? Was it a date almost, or was it like everything is not a date? Like sometimes you go out, you don't go out with friends. I don't have friends. (laughs) That's a story for another day. That's a story for another day, another episode. Friends, (laughs) Friends, <laughs> how many of us have them? <laughs> we have them. I ain't got nothing. Anybody? No, don't want me. Though. Anybody want to be my friend? Anybody want to be my friend? DM me. I don't know. And you got friends. Friends, how many of us have them? All right, so are um, you not a singer? Was it a woman or was it a man? It was a woman. Hmm, sounds datish to me. Blend is really Everything nice. Everything is datish to you. Oh my God. So I can't I have want- drinks with a woman. I ain't going to get all into your business right now because it's way too early in the show. So I'm just going to let you live. But I mean, what if I had drinks with two women? Would that be like a polyamorous situation? I mean, if you guys had a deep connection and y'all was feeling real intimate with each other, you know, I was trying to figure out how to connect on deeper levels. then yeah. Oh, if we were but setting I, the ground rules or some shit? I mean, you know, you probably was meeting to set the ground rules. I guess that's how it would go down. I don't know. Hey, right, well, hey. We're going to find out later. How was your weekend? Wait a minute, you wasn't done. I interrupted you because I want you don't try to like don't try to speak. I'm speeding past my weekend. So you had some really long drinks. It was a really long weekend. You had some drinks with some ladies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that was Saturday. Sunday I ain't do much. Um, and then yesterday was Monday, so it was like back to the work week. Yeah. That was it. That sounded like a cool weekend. It's relaxing. How was your weekend? Did you have a drink or two or three or four? Uh, I definitely had a few drinks. Oh, no, um, so this weekend was interesting. I like took myself on a little date. Mm. That was different because like I'm I'm now Who paid? A, huh? Who paid? Myself. Oh, I thought Saipan like swiped. Oh, like go take yourself on a date. Yeah, you ever did that, or does that ever happen to you where you're out and somebody calls ahead and pays for you? 
No, I mean, that probably happened to me in my single life, but not in my like relationship life because I'm not really out by myself. That's why it was such a, like, a highlight. I don't really go out by myself anymore because I have a person to go out with. But going out by myself was different. Um, and then I met up with, you know, a friend and uh, we, we had a conversation that was very interesting. Did Sunday dinner with my family, cooked everything in the ocean. That was exciting. Shout out to your side panel. Hey. <laughs> um, and... <laughs> you got to wait for the applause to die down. Thank you, side panel. Whatever. So, uh, and that was good. That was my weekend. Definitely a lot of drinks. Had a lot of fun. It was a good weekend. Can't complain. That's what's up. Sounds relaxing. Sounds soothing. Did you do any self-care thing? The self-care was taking myself on a date to have a drink. I took my little notebook with me. I was writing before my buffalo wings came. You know what I'm saying? My self-care has been my little diet that I'm on at this moment. Yes, you I definitely was eating salad earlier. Pause. That I definitely cheated on over the weekend and gained like five pounds on top of the pounds that I lost. I was pissed off. Like, oh my God, I could do this. Because I made macaroni and cheese and it was the bomb dot But anyway. How much did you eat for five pounds? That was between Saturday and Sunday. And I was drinking a lot of liquor. So those of you who are on a diet... You don't drink, consume alcohol while you're on a diet because alcohols have sugars, and sugars is the the, the opposite of diet. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's a tip. That's a tip. Yeah. Pause. So we're waiting for um, a few of our guests, but they'll be here for our second segment. Um, today we're covering polyamorous lifestyles. That's exciting. <laughs> polyamorous. <laughs> lifestyles, play parties. We want to know about it all here on Hush Your Mouth. But before we do all that, Mason's going to jump into his... It's supposed to be talk about it or pass, but it's just talk about it because Corey Dees is here. And she's going to talk about everything. So, the rules are usually simple. Usually we talk about it or pass on it, but as Corey said, she's going to talk about everything. So, we got a few quick topics. First one, R. Kelly found guilty. Applause! Are we applauding? Yes, we are applauding. <laughs> Talk about it. I mean, nothing more to say. Um, he's been found guilty of uh, several different charges in New York. He still faces charges in other states. Um, currently, um, yeah, he's guilty. Oh, so he's not sentenced yet, right? He's not sentenced yet, not at this time. He was just found oh, guilty. We will be hearing more about that in the future. And I know some of our um, Hush and Mouth family definitely asked us to do a topic on um, kind of like surviving R. Kelly, but we can't really call it that. So we want to know exactly what y'all want us to talk about with the whole R. Kelly thing. That was for Alicia when she comes back here to Hush and Mouth and she's here tonight. Raise your hand. Tell me what you want. Because this is talk about it. This is about y'all. Um, okay. Well, I mean... I'm, hello, hello. I'm happy that uh, there was justice because too many times there's men that do what R. Kelly did and uh, people, people do what R. Kelly did, get away with it. So 
I think this whole Me Too movement, even though like a part of me, like when it was Bill Cosby, I was like, nah, they OD. But like, <laughs> I think too many people um, get mad at the Me Too movement, but it's really like a good thing. I don't know. I agree with you. I think that like he's been doing this for years. Let's let's not kid ourselves. R. Kelly has been involved in numerous situations. It's it's not been so private. We've known about Aaliyah for how many years now? And we we saw the sex tape or we heard about the sex tape. We knew he was on trial for it. So I mean, for me, it's it's a predator within your myths. And we we never really addressed it as a community. We never really addressed it like um criminally until now. So Many, 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 many years later, many, 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 many victims later. And some of those victims didn't have to be victims because we could have had the situation dealt with with Aaliyah in the 90s. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, so now moving on. Number two. Your favorite one. Let's talk about some money. Money bag, yo. His girlfriend Ari buys him 28 acres. Let's talk about it. First of all, I want to go to the little financial sector of Hush and Mouth because we want to talk about finances and generational wealth and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm so proud of my girl. I'm proud of her. Um, I'm proud of them as a unit. I know that The Real had things to say. They called her fancy. Her name is... uh, Ari Fletcher. No, The Real. Fancy. What's Fancy's real name? Oh, I don't know. Fancy. Bro, <laughs> so the real they had a conversation and they was basically saying um, that she did wifely duties and she's not a wife. Like that's kind of like a the, the gift was so extreme they thought that like it was absurd that she's not married and she bought this man twenty eight acres. And Fancy goes on to say, "Hey, if I was um, if someone bought me twenty eight acres, I would think that I would have to stay with them." However, one, why do you have to wait till marriage to do? It's two different age brackets, right? Fancy. Oh, I can't wait. We go ahead. You finish this statement up. Fancy is older, and yeah, she's I, an older woman, so it's from a different type of time. And then the way that this younger generation spends money, I think that this was an investment because they've done the cars, they've done the jewelry, and all of that other stuff. So it's not that big of a deal for her to have bought him. 28 acres in that way where she was saying like the wifely duty. So I was gonna I was about to say, I don't understand what's wrong with her. Why does she want to wait till marriage? What if she already feels like they're on their way to marriage? They've been together for two or three years, right? Uh-huh. And it's about two years. They're at they're at that phase. And and I don't I, I think that that's a good idea. She has to know, she has to know that this is possibly gonna be her husband. So, first of all, I think her name is Garcelle. 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 Yeah. Um, I definitely can't say her last name. But a couple of weeks ago, we had a conversation about wifely duties. We talked about how there was levels to it. I wish Mel was here because she definitely was telling me that there's levels to it and your responsibilities change. So don't you think that buying land would be in the wifey or wife responsibility realm, not the girlfriend or dating realm? Because you said that there was limits and there was there was phases. So there's she's jumping all the way into the wife phase. I don't got Ari Fletcher money, okay? <laughs> so money changes it. Money changes everything. Yes, because they, 
That man was gifted $1.5 million for his birthday from his friends. She, they, his okay. friends outdid her. She said, oh, I know you're not trying to outdo me for his birthday. Like, that's crazy. Her 28 acres. He, like, no, what's wrong with her? But why is someone you changing the subject? My, you're, the, okay. the point is, I'm saying Ari's doing wifely things. And you said that, hey, you should not be doing wifely things when you're in the girlfriend role. She's clearly in the girlfriend role. So now she's elevated doing wifely things. So I think like you, you're in Griselle's like page. No, not when no. it comes to it. I think that she did a really great thing. She's this is a wifey duties. You, you can give me 28 acres. I'm going to tell you right now. She made a power move. Regardless of how anybody wants to see it, she made mm -hmm. a power move. Like it, that's like playing chess. She played chess on neighbor chesses. Like, what makes that, someone says, Sadie Murphy says, what makes that a wifely thing? Why does wifely, yeah, no, she did too much for me. I'm sorry. You, again, you don't got every money either. So it was a good move, but for you, baby, no, girl, Bob. No, but I think that it was, I think that it was a, a, a power move. I think it was like playing chess. She's on the road to being his wife. And they're making an investment for their kids. And I'm pretty sure they talked about investing in land. And she went ahead and she did that. So now she wants to see what he's going to do with it. And I promise you that that land is going to make some money for them for years and years to come. I promise you. So, I think so you don't think she's acting like a wife when she's a girlfriend right now? Just to be clear. By buying land? Why does yes. that have to be the girlfriend thing? Like, no, I don't think that that makes or determines whether you're a wife or a girlfriend. I don't think so, that that means so, so your wife. level of gifts is is does not determine whether you're a wife. So you can give a gift of any amount in any stage. Is that what you're saying? Yes, you could purchase any gifts. If I want if I had the money and I wanted to go buy a top handle a fucking plane right now, then that's what the fuck I would do. That no, 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 no. Y'all y'all are engaged. That's not the same. Y'all are damn near married. Y'all live together. Okay, but if we were, if we were levels. dating, if we were dating yes. and mm -hmm. I wanted to go out and buy a plane. I would mm -hmm. go out and buy a plane. Why does the size or the amount determine wife or girlfriend? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Ladies and gentlemen, please go back to uh, the past episodes and check out. In this situation, there, in so, this situation, when it comes to money, it's like, yo, spend it, spend money, it, spend it. Like, you don't even care. Money changes things. I think money changes things. I, I, I agree. You think that. Your, your your tax bracket absolutely determines your gifting, your tax bracket. So gift within your tax bracket. Don't overgift outside of your tax bracket. If you start overgifting outside your tax bracket, now you're acting crazy, you're doing white things, you're making investments that you can't cash. That's how I feel. But I do think, I did see that she said, so she said two things that I was interested in. One, that she's never felt so safe with him and she's never considered marriage until she was with him. So I think that that definitely changes the dynamics of things. She knows she's going to be this man's wife. If you know anything about Aaron, if you followed her for a while, as I followed her for a very long time, I just think I've seen her grow and, um, Okay. If it, it doesn't matter the situation, you shouldn't be buying your baby daddy keyword baby daddy twenty eight point whatever acres. Stupid. <laughs> That's not her baby dad, actually. G Herbo's her baby dad. 
Um, and she bought that land with his money anyway. So I, that was my whole thing. That was my other uh, side of it, right? I was like, he gives her money all the time. What if she saved up all the money that she gives him because she makes her own money and bought him his land with his own money? Now, that's a boy's bitch move, too. That's as funny as hell. That's a scammer. You know <laughs> she scammed him. She yeah. totally scammed him. She took his money and bought him a gift. Yeah. So you be taking side think- panel's money and buying side panel a gift? You think it's mine. Right? Once you give it to me and it's in my account now, if I turn around and give it to, and flip it and buy you a gift, how do you know it was mine or yours? When you gave it to me two years ago, you thought I spent that shit. No, I saved it. I saved it. Okay. Okay. All right. Regifting. You believe in regifting, <laughs> don't you? Indian giver. All right. So next story. <laughs> All right, we're moving into the sports realm a little bit. Kyrie Irving attends Brooklyn Nets Media Day virtually. Okay, because he, so let me tell y'all, y'all know I'm into sports and shit now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm here to bring this story to you live. If y'all don't know I'll who correct, Kyrie is. I'll correct all of them. Correct me as I, I go. Need to be corrected. Uh, first of all, did you know my Raiders played on Sunday? Did they really? Did hey. they win or lose? I didn't watch the whole game. I was cooking, but I just know there was one of the quarterback. Did the quarter did the quarterback have like a couple of yards? Did he, did yeah, he score he, a field goal? He scored. They was actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> How many field goals did he have? It's a touchdown. Field goals is for soccer. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I'm, I'm ready for this. Podcast. So field goals is for soccer. Oh, that's the goal. That's the thing like this. All right. <laughs> you learning. I'll give you time. All right. Whatever. So Kyrie Irving, okay, if you guys don't know who Kyrie Irving is, he is one of the star players on the Brooklyn Nets, right? So he attends this event virtually because he refuses to get vaccinated or he's not yet vaccinated. And so they said that whenever he plays a game in New York City, that there's, he won't possibly play because New York has this vaccination um, mandatorium in place, right? Yep. And um, go ahead. This was your, you supposed to, you know, report it. I'm, no, just, no, I'm correcting you. I'm correcting you. Keep going. I'm going to know what I know to be true. So now yeah. this is um, a big deal, right? And why is this our news today for our sports section? This is our news because if you are a Brooklyn Nets fan, there's a chance that when they go into play at their home, uh, What's it called? Auditorium? I don't know. <laughs> home court? Home Their court. home auditorium. They go to play at their home court. They probably won't. Um, they'll have a little bit of a less chance of winning, I guess. Because Kyrie's kind of nice. Kind of. I mean, okay. He's nice. He's nice. Okay. Nice. He's very nice. Right. Not much more to add to that. You you pretty much covered it all. So Kyrie is um, not sharing whether he's vaccinated or not um, currently. Um, there's a high likelihood he's not because he did not attend the Brooklyn Nets media day. So um, he did it virtually. Um, there were speculations when they asked the question directly. He stated um, that it's a personal matter and he liked to keep it personal and he wants his privacy respected. But we will all know once the first home game happens. He ain't going to be there. <laughs> he I hope he's there. there. I'm going to need that. Oh, wow. Do you bet on the Brooklyn Nets? Is that your team? You're from Brooklyn, yeah, that's my team. I'm a, I'm a Nets fan. Oh, that's cute. Were, were you a Nets fan when they were New Jersey Nets? 
Oh, no. I was a Nets fan with Kerry Kittles. I was a Nets fan with Jason Kidd. I was a Nets fan with Gary with Coleman. I was a Nets fan with um, Kenny Anderson. Yeah. Ooh, I know Kenny from Tammy, but go ahead. All right. Forget the <laughs> fact that he was an all-star. Last story. This is our last story. We're wrapping up. Will Smith talks about having multiple partners in uh, his new GQ interview, which isn't out until November, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's definitely talk about that. Yeah. So, uh, Will Smith, Will Smith explains why he always avoided making uh, slavery films, and he also talks about his harem of girlfriends that includes Holly Berry. Reveals Jada Pickett Smith isn't the only one who had um, what is it, extramarital relationships, or what, what did she say? What was her words? Entanglements. So Will yeah. Smith wasn't. Um, I mean, Jada Pickett wasn't the only one with entanglement. So he talks about this in the new article of GQ, which is out in November. So uh, I, we always speculated that he was um, a little bit free in his marriage, and he confirms it in this new article. Well, no, 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 no. See, I think that you're missing you're missing um, the, the story for real. Now, I'm going to tell it's you a real story. story. Real. The real story is, that so one every I don't know if you guys missed it or not when she was sleeping with um August and then they hashed that out on the red table talk right uh -huh. so she's more so because I think that this whole thing has something to do with Jada more than it has something to do with Will and I read the article um that is posted so Will was basically saying he was he always had these thoughts of being with multiple people but his Christian way and him being a married man it kind of like, you know, they didn't coincide well together. And so now him and Jada are on some news-ish, which is saying that marriage shouldn't be a prison. So, uh, yeah, they're, out, they're in a non-monogamous marriage at this point in time. They're both able to see other people. So I really was cracking up last night because I was looking at Twitter's um responses to this and so i just want to just real quick highlight shout out to these people that made me laugh last night so someone said will and jada's marriage counselor when it's another when it's time for another appointment he's like grabbing his head like like oh my god this is crazy peace and quiet will and jada we hate each other we hate our marriage and each other and they're like we're looking like um what's her name tiffany from flavor of love then someone said that Will and Jada love does not have the same meaning like it used to. So, right, Will and Jada are the prime examples of why folks need to stop calling other people's relationships goals. You don't know what the fuck they got going on behind closed doors. Absolutely. Because people was like, we want that Will and Jada love. You know what I mean? That was J. Cole who said that, right? It was. Okay. No. Do you still want the Will and Jada love? Do you want an open marriage? Would you Would you opt, out? Would you opt okay. in for a open marriage I, th I think the the key part is the love part and he definitely talks about lover. that their their love the love not lover love no, so yeah, i think loves, that's he loves yeah and her. she loves him so i think the key part is the love the love that goes both ways and i think that that's the part that i would say yeah that's the will and jada love because they're never going to get divorced they're never going to not be together they're never going to not support each other they're never going to not uh, co-parent they're never gonna not you know do what's right for their family so no matter who he sleeps with or who he's with I don't think they will be more important 
than Jada. Someone said the gag is neither Will nor Jada said they had a picture perfect love. Y'all projected that onto them, right? Someone said the more I learn about this relationship, the more that Jada and Will love sounds terrifying. And then lastly, that I thought was hilarious. They said they need to take that red table away from Jada Pink and Shakur Alcina. Yo, I was <laughs> They need to take that away, yo. I'm fucking crying. That cracked you up. <laughs> that did, because I said, why they call her all the names that they could ever call her? But I think that it is important for you to be able to adjust within your relationship as times go on and as you grow with each other. Um, so I guess that that's where they are. They've been together for 17 years. And someone lastly said, yeah, if uh, ain't no nigga taking 17 years away from my life and we breaking up. We, we just want to be Will and Jada at this point. So does the time play a factor? <laughs> Yo, where did you read this? Twitter? This is on Twitter, right? Twitter. This is people's tweets. I was crying. Yeah. Do you click on those people and see what they look like in real life? No, I don't really care about what they look like. I just care about the fact they that... They just say like, nonsense. They just say whatever they want to say. All right. No, but... You don't think that any of that had like facts to it or was factual? No, I think Jada needs to keep the red table. No, I do. I like Jada on the red table. I don't think that her marriage has anything to do with her giving us advice on the red table. I love her on that show, and I love how transparent she is. But I just thought that it was hilarious that they called her Shakur, Alcina, Pinkett, and not Smith. They called her everything except for fucking Smith. <laughs> she, they said everybody she was with. She got all their names. Yeah, no. And it absolutely does take a lot of maturity. It does. It takes a lot of maturity to be... I, I thought he was very mature on how he handled when she was telling him about her... What she called it? Entanglement. <laughs> was that maturity or was he he also in his own situation as well so he couldn't feel no type of way because... No, but in that conversation, did you see that episode? Did you watch that? I saw video? that conversation. And did you see the last thing that they said? I'm going to get you back was what Will said. And she said, I think you already did. Yes, she did. But so that means that he must have had his own entanglements. It just wasn't leaked or put out there. And I think that that's very important. Making sure that when you do have some crazy stuff going on in your relationships or whatever the case is, just keeping that to you, between you and your partner is like the most necessary thing. Privacy is important in a relationship. Right. So we could do anything as long as you don't get embarrassed. Don't embarrass me because I'm gonna promise you I'm gonna embarrass the fuck out of you. I promise you. You <laughs> gonna be? I'm not that mature yet. I'm still growing. <laughs> That's basically what Jada said. Jada was like, "Nah, you did it first. That's how I felt when she said that. I was like, mm. Mm, "I don't know about first. I just ain't, you know." She said, "She said you already did it." You did. I think you got me back already. So I don't know. Okay. So that was our last one. Into our uh, next segment. Our, yeah, because why don't we just have? Why don't we just have a polyamorous life? Why don't we just do that? Why don't they just have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend or both? A girlfriend and a boyfriend. We have a lot of differences about this this topic. You're saying you're saying that it could be a woman and two two dudes in Poly a poly relationship. Have a and I wish I can't wait for Mel to come on here and smoke your boots. Pause. I'm just saying there's no two, two men for yeah, pause. Wow, you wild today. <laughs> you wild today. Wait, what's in your cup? I don't know. Something that's different. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever it is, they need to 
lick endorsement. All right. So jumping into the next segment, the poly lifestyle is what we're going to talk about. That's today's topic. Um, and what part did you want to add to it? The poly lifestyle and play parties. Are you going to this or not? She was dying play to parties. add that. All um, right, so we're gonna bring in our our, <laughs> our guest play parties. You just keep saying that like, just for no reason. Good morning today, play parties. I'm like, that's not what we're talking about, but I guess maybe it is. <laughs> Hello. Hey. So this is our guest, Malika. Malika, welcome to Hush Your Mouth. We're gonna let you introduce yourself to our audience. Hello. Hi, everyone. My name is Malika. Um, I. Uh, I'm the owner of NYC Love House. I also am an events coordinator for the polyamorous community. Um, I'm a polyamorous uh, woman right now. I'm single and uh, I often get asked to talk about topics like this. So I'm here and I'm happy to be here. So Malika, you're going to help us clear up a lot of misconceptions, clear up yeah, some uh, thoughts we may have had that aren't true. A uh, couple of debates that me and my partner over here have from time to time. Um, yeah. Let's add Mel to the party as well. Mel, our frequent, what is it? Our freaking family member, because you're always our on here. always coming over to our barbecue. This is our barbecue, but Mel's always coming. And guess what? She's always bringing... Something to go on the grill. All right. Welcome back, Mel. Hey, right. thanks for having me, guys. Oh, we were, Marco. we were praying for you last week. You wasn't well, so the whole HML family was definitely praying for you and uplifting you. So you're better. I now. really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, thank God for that. But um, I appreciate every, all the prayers. Um, they were well needed. <laughs> all right, let's jump into this because I want to get straight to the nitty gritty. Okay, Before we do, does Mel want to? Does Mel want to tell us her uh, experience with the poly world, just briefly? <laughs> her expertise in the matter. Because Mel is always here, but the audience doesn't know that. Mel, you want to tell the audience? Um. You know, I'm all for the poly. <laughs> um, I, I lived that lifestyle for uh, some time. Uh, I, it has its pros and its cons, you know, honestly. Um, it's about, but the one thing about it, everybody has to understand that it's not anything bad because it's always done with consent. Every adult involved in that relationship gives consent to what's happening. So I think a lot of people get the misconception of that, oh, this one would be jealous of this one, or that would be this, or that would be that. But the truth of the matter is usually all three people agree that this is what they want to do. You know, so. You said three people, but there's really no number or no amount of people that can be in a polyamorous lifestyle. Absolutely, you, you're absolutely right. You, you, you. Go ahead. No, um, Lemon, is that your, what's your name? My name is Corey. Corey, okay. That's her Instagram name, Lemon underscore squeeze three. Yeah, you're correct. And also I wanna 
correct even the word lifestyle. Sometimes people who are in the in the world or who identify as polyamorous, they don't like it being called a lifestyle because it's not a phase. It is something that you're saying, I identify as polyamorous. I am not monogamous. So every relationship that I go into, they need to know that I am polyamorous. And um, it can vary with the amount of people because like, for instance, I'm solo poly. So anybody that I meet now, I let them know, you know, I'm polyamorous. I have people in my life. I may, that number may change. We could talk about that. And, you know, we could talk about that, but the number may change, but I need you to know that I'm not going to like stop a relationship because I'm now in a relationship with you, you know? So I'm capable of loving more than one person. And everybody that I'm in a relationship with knows, needs to know that I could love someone else and they could love someone else. So I let them know that they are free and I am free. And I don't want to be in a necessarily relationship with the person that they're in. That would be um, like a triad where everybody's in a relationship together. But there are polyamorous folks who are just like, I just want to know that you have people. We don't have to be in a relationship with. I don't have to be in a relationship with your other person. I'm just happy that you have a village or that you have people that love you. You need to know about here's the other people that I love, you know. And we are in a relationship. Um, so there's many different formations of it, but the but Mel had it right. The gist is everybody has consent. There's no secrets. There's no, um, you know, there's no lies around. Everybody is aware of each other. Okay. I already learned so there was, a, there was a debate between me and Mason. Damn, right uh, off the uh, gate. <laughs> yeah, well, because... You don't even need to say what well, we're. We don't even get into it. the first question yet. Well, we did because they kind of started answering it, so we're already here now. I don't even need to say, well, what does a polyamorous life? Because that's we don't want to say lifestyle consists of, and should married couples participate, or does that go against their vows? Right. So before we get into the actual question, before we get into the actual question, I want to add. Well, I want to say question. I feel like it's right. So. Gender. Does gender matter in poly relationships? Well, I, everybody is an individual, right? So, you know, I am a polyamorous woman. I am pansexual. So that means that I date everyone, no matter what their gender is. I've had uh, a transgender uh, partner. I've had a woman partner and I've had a male partner, right? So, and I've had a non-binary partner. So I'm trans, I mean, I'm pansexual, but someone else may say I'm heterosexual. I only like men. And if they are dating other polyamorous people, they need to know that I will probably have more men in my life. That's, I mean, I date primarily, most of my partners have been men. Um, so gender matters only to the individual. Everybody's individual. So like I've dated heterosexual men who were like, he had multiple girlfriends and he didn't have a multiple boyfriend. He didn't have any, uh, uh, he didn't date men. Um, and he understood that I dated everyone. And at the time I had two boyfriends. He had a couple other girlfriends and we were partners and we were together for like a year and a half. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Mason, does that, does that make me right? That No. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it makes us both right. 
Okay. It depends on individual. It depends on individual. So no, I'm a part of a community that is like a whole lot of people, right? Black people have been doing this for years. There's Facebook groups, Black and Poly, Black and Poly Nation. There's there's meetups. There's all these different things. There's married people who are poly. There's poly people who have, there's all these different uh, dynamics. There's kitchen table poly. There's there's a whole bunch of dynamics. Oh, wait, what's kitchen table poly? <laughs> kitchen Is table it a red table? Everybody know, everybody's aware of each other and everybody can break bread. Kitchen table poly and parallel poly. So parallel poly means that I'm aware that you have other people, but I don't want to call oh, me when you free. You know, like yeah. I don't need to know about your other people. I just need to know about them. I don't mm -hmm. need to break bread with them. Okay. Kitchen table poly means that we can all go out bowling on Thursday. You know, so that's kitchen table poly. It just so means that's that you, you can you can all. It doesn't mean that y'all are all in a relationship. It just means that you're able to break bread. Sometimes kitchen table poly means that everybody lives in the same house or yeah. whatever. Okay, but but what I'm saying is is that there's thousands and thousands of people who are polyamorous that are been doing that are been polyamorous that have all these different dynamics. Uh -huh. You just have to define what is what works for you. For you. And yeah. and I would say um the married couples participate should they if you identify as monogamous, then go find your species. Like go be with a monogamous person. If you are polyamorous, then find a polyamorous person. And that's why I create meetups. So the poly folks can meet each other and the mono folks can go meet each other. Right. And be monogamous. He <laughs> said, not in this room. <laughs> <laughs> not at these meetups. <laughs> go be monogamous with each other and be faithful. Like, don't be monogamous and be cheating and lying. And like, like be if you identify as somebody who's like, I need to love more than one person, I can manage multiple people, then maybe you're not monogamous. Why are you always in monogamous relationships? You need to be in polyamorous relationships where we're like, oh, you, you love other people. Great. But those people don't like their partner to love other people. So that's the issue. It's, it's I mean, I, mine was kitchen tabled. <laughs> because we all live together. Um, we all we all did everything together. Mm -hmm. um, we 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 were actually all three in a relationship. Mm. You know, but for oh, me, that, yes. And the balance for me was more so because both of them brought something to the table different than the other. So it made me, that's, you know, it made me more complete, you know, because most people cheat because they can't get what they want in a person, one person. Mm. So they'll go out and cheat. Right. Instead of cheating, we sit down and we discuss, this is what I need. This is what I'm not getting. And we decide together, well, maybe, you know, this person, you, you need to find someone else. Because I, that's where I, I have to find that balance for myself. Rather than cheat, at least we all know who, what we're doing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, for me, it's like nobody can fulfill. So one person doesn't have to be everything, right? So Absolutely. it's almost like if, as if I told y'all, you can only have one friend your whole life. <laughs> like You'd be like, 
but I get this other, my other friend, Johnny is wonderful. And my other friend is like, you have a, uh, we do, we have multiple relationships in other areas of our life. But somehow when we talk about romance, it's like, no, I need to get possessive. I need to have one person, but with, but you know, you have a whole handful of friends, you know, that you love and you, you and you understand the concept of sometimes y'all share each other. Like, Oh, we all went on a girls' trip, and now we all became friends. Or, or you have, or that's just your friend. You know, like, no, you happy you have another friend. You know, but that's not, and you're not like, oh my god, where were you on Tuesday? Uh, you know, you're just like, when are we connecting again? We hanging out next Thursday? Great. You don't care that your friend has other friends. In fact, you're happy that your friends have other friends, right? So that's the same thing with polyamory. It's I don't own you, you know, you don't own me. We get to love each other, experience each other. And I'm happy you have other people you love. Or maybe I'm not, but <laughs> that's a whole nother topic of jealousy because we do experience jealousy, but it's not. Hold on, yeah, we gonna get to it. <laughs> we running. We gotta digest some of this. This is all new information. It's good information. We just we just need to digest some of it. In portion. <laughs> me, me and Mason are over here like with our mouths open, like I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. I am learning. Kitchen table poly is gonna stick with me until like forever because like I just learned that. So that's new to me, and it. it it's something that I learned. I didn't know about that before. So I'm already learning. We just started. No, I like I like this. Um, and Mel, so you're like the only like actual married person here, but you've also been in poly. So would you in your marriage, like would your marriage be open to poly like you like now? Or do you feel like that goes against your vows? Or well 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 actually we weren't married at the time, but she's my wife now. Who who I lived a poly lifestyle. It was me, me and my wife. <laughs> um, okay, well, she <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I don't know. I, I think as you get a little older, you become a little bit more selfish. Mm. Um, we weren't as selfish when we were younger. So sharing was caring <laughs> and sort of for us, you know, and it, it showed that we loved each other enough to allow each other to be able to experience other people. Um, I was with somebody else. And so it was kind of weird for us, but the person, me, my wife and the person all were in a relationship together, which for me worked out great. <laughs> but mm. for some, you know, for other, um, for my wife, it did become more of a problem for her. Mm. You know, um, so you know, it, it, it's it's about it's about like the consent. It's about it has to be willing. All parties have to be All accepting. Parties. You know, you. That's why most people who are in poly relationships, that's why they get so angry with cheaters. Because it's like, you don't have to cheat. You don't have to. We don't have to cheat. We can just be real with each other. Be honest, yeah. You know, so that's what. That's why cheating is like a real big deal for me. Because it's like, you ain't got to do that. If right. we can be real with each other, we can work this out together. But if you lie to me and cheat, that, that makes me 
very upset. It's not a, it's not jealous of being her being with someone else. I don't have a problem with her being with someone else. What I have a problem with is you sneaking to be with someone else mm. because now you're cheating on me. A lies. Mm. Okay. All right. So what's the difference between an open relationship and a poly relationship? Because, well, I know the answer. So I'm, I'm going to let y'all answer them because... First of all, I want to clarify that there are different types of poly. People sometimes will confuse polyamory with polygamy or... Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry, with polygamy or polyandry. I'm polyamorous. So yes. I just want to clarify that I'm polyamorous, which is kind of built on, it's like centered around womanism. It's, um, it's very about equity in the sense of like, um, like sometimes the polygamy people will be like, I can have a bunch of wives and you can't have another partner. Polyamory yeah. is like, what's good for the goose is good for the gather. So if, if, because if the difference if, between because the difference between polyamory and polygamy is it polyamory is multiple relationships that are intimate and connecting connections right with each other and polygamy is marriage. Is marriage. You're married yeah. multiple, multiple marriages in, in, in America is illegal. Illegal. But also usually polygamy is centered around the man. So the men mm -hmm. have multiple people and the wives are sister wives and all that stuff. So I'm not, I don't want to be judgy. So forget my face. Okay. <laughs> yes. But no shaming. No shaming. That's not, <laughs> that's not for me. Um, but let's say, for instance, you mentioned the play parties, right? So with the play parties, I, I hold play parties. I'm sorry. A lot of open relationship people come to play parties because they're saying we are the couple and I'm letting him, he could do, he could have sex with other people or she could have sex with other people here. That's an open relationship, but it's very, yes. a lot of rules. And it's a lot of like, you can do it under this container and you can't have a relationship with this person outside of this party or an open relationship might be like on vacation, we can go do stuff. But when we come home, you can't have an emotional connection with this person. Polyamorous people are saying that not only can you have sex with them, but you could also love them. And, and there are polyamorous people that practice hierarchy, but most people who are polyamorous don't. So I'm not, I'm not into hierarchy. So I don't want to, there's like the, the notion of side chick and all that. That's a mono concept with polyamory. It's like, I have friends, you know, and I don't have to keep ranking my friends, right? I don't have to rank my my relationships. I can say I have two boyfriends or I have three girlfriends or, or two boyfriends. And I don't have to be like, this is my secondary and this is my first and this is the side one. No, these are my, my partners. And I'm not going to be put into like every single time I announce them. It has to be a comparison to the other one. I know sometimes with our friendships, we do that. Like, that's my bestie. But it is a little third grade, you know? So, like, so basically, like, figuring out how to say that these are my relationships and I don't have to have a hierarchy ranking. I love this person because I like this. I like this person because this, you know? Those are things that we do in language to make people feel 
special and like individual. We don't have to have a hierarchical thing. So yeah. whenever I introduce my girlfriends, I didn't give them, I didn't say my wife and my girlfriend, or I'll just say, you know, this is my partner, or I'll just say these, this is my girlfriend Tina, this is my girlfriend Ted. That's how I was. You know, it, it was never, I, I, they never had to battle with each other about, Replaced. you know, their position. You know what I'm saying? Not, you know, not to be funny, we all slept together. We all went out on dates together. There were times that we did separate and I went out with one. Me and Tina may have went out or because we, we all didn't have the same anniversary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there was times that we went on separate dates and we did separate things. There was times that they did things together and I wasn't included because it was yeah, and they like to that I, mm-hmm. yeah, try, they like to do that. I didn't like to do different relationship. Of yes. course, those individual dyads. It's yes. still individual relationships. Yes, we had individual. It, it, we all did something different. We all brought something different to each other that the other person didn't have to fulfill for that person because they were getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what that's what made it good for us. It was like I, it was things that I didn't have to do because she had another friend that did it. With her. <laughs> so okay, oh, okay, this is very very interesting. That's a triad. That's a triad. Yes. So yeah. with me, I would tell somebody that don't get attached to the number because <laughs> it could change. <laughs> it could yes. change. Like it could change I, for her. At some point, you know, I could have five partners, and at some point, I could have three. Well, at some point, it could only look like me and you. But I need mm-hmm. you to know, at some point in the future, I may have another partner. So like, don't like get like it's always gonna be me and you. I'm not. I don't know. You know. Um, so I, I set that boundary at the beginning that my partner can't control how many people I love. My partner can't control anything to do with my body. My partner can't control. I, I put a lot of boundaries on the table and my partner can't control my time. You know, but when we are together, we get to experience each other. We get to be present to each other. But so Malika, Malika, so how many partners <laughs> have you had at one time in since you've been uh, in poly? I'm just gonna say I in poly. I had three boyfriends at one time. And how does how do you balance out having three boyfriends? Um, basically, um, so because I set the boundary that no one controls my time, right? There's nobody has entitlement over my time, right? So there's just a matter of when you want to see each other, I mean, it's first come first serve as far as my calendar, right? So we have a calendar, right? So you want to see me on Thursday, then we got all day Thursday, you know, what I do on Friday and what I do on Wednesday you know, I could tell you the gist of that, but that's my time, right? So the same way you manage your time with your two good friends, you go, when are we seeing each other? Okay, I got you. We go into this concert on Thursday or or we're going to have a whole weekend together. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I might have a whole weekend with a partner. Um, the partners that I had, they all had other partners also. So it was, mm-hmm. they were polyamorous. Um, so it was very clear that, it's not like nobody's knocking on my door. You know, like I live by myself, <laughs> you know? So unless we have a date, I'm not mm. expecting you over here. 
Okay. A lot of communication, it seems like. A lot of communication, a lot of, you know, rules and boundaries and things like that that you both accept. And if, I, if I'm reading it right, just let me know if I'm wrong or I'm off. Yeah, but I think also the poly that everybody need to understand is it's a, you know, it's about I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, mm -hmm. point blank period. And that you're not going to put me in a box. I'm free. You I'm know what free. I'm saying? That's basically what it's saying. It's just saying you're not going to put me in a box. I'm free. You, know you I mean? can love me. We can love each yes. other deeply. We can have intense, beautiful, not just sex. We can have intimate moments. We can have, we could text each other every other day if we want or every day. But you're not going to control like my heart or you're not mm -hmm. going to control my body even. Like, so like when we're together, I could show you my STI report every time I get tested, you know, I could tell you the gist of my life. Like I could tell you, like I have two other partners or whatever, um, but I'm not going to be like controlled or I don't have to report to you like you're my father just because we want to experience each other. Like we get to experience each other. Let's have, why don't we focus energy on what are we doing next? Right? Like, instead of what I'm doing with somebody else. All right. <laughs> we already got that. I, I know. We already got that. So. <laughs> <laughs> they just went through this whole damn topic. I'm just like, well, this is what we got today. All right? But that's the no. same thing for them. They could be free, too. And it allows for more abundance. So now, now you get to I don't like video games. You get go find a girl that like video games. <laughs> you know, I don't like, you know, I don't like this. Go, you know, there's an abundance. You get to have people who love you. And I'm great, you know. I I'm, we could talk about jealousy because that is a emotion. So there are times where I may feel jealous and there's times where I may be grateful. But overall, I have a gratefulness that my loves are loved by other people. Okay. okay, so so Mel, you said that jealousy does play a role in sometimes in poly relationships as well, correct? It, it can, it can. Uh, so what is that? You know, because for, for us mono people, <laughs> we're there. Like, you cheated on me. <laughs> like we get jealous over you liking Everything. somebody or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Or cake or something like that. Well, yeah. well, 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 sometimes people forget the boundaries. Right. And right. when you forget the boundaries, it causes emotions because now you're starting to deal with your feelings. So it's like uh, I spend a little bit more time with this person or every time I call you, you with this person, you know, and it, th th that's a form of jealousy, you know, because now you're starting to watch my time. You starting right. to see, figure, you know, who I'm with, what I'm doing. They, you know, that that that's a form of jealousy and you know, and insecurity. Yes, mm -hmm. it, it happens, you know. But I, that's why I said I do have to say I noticed as I've gotten older, some things have changed in my life, um, and I don't even think I think it's more so now because, you know, me and my wife, you know, it's just 23 years in. So now it's like, uh, okay, been there, done that, did it. We done did every swinging, do everything. Quad, we done did it all. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we 
we're at a point where I don't know. I don't even think it's about jealousy. I think it's, I will be honest. I think it's just coming of age and we're starting to be like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I, we were, we were you never know. jealous. You're content with each other. Yeah. You don't desire, you, know you it, naturally it, desire each other and not want anybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and so it, it doesn't make, it's just that when you were at that point of the poly is just saying, I don't want to be with one person. I don't want to tie myself down. You know, I don't even want to have to worry about, I'm not, this, this part of me is not being fulfilled, but this part is, but this part isn't, you know what I'm saying? Being honest with yourself. Yeah. Is it being honest with yourself? Yeah. Being honest with everybody around you. I think, I think (laughs) most people, I think most people, if you really be real, we wouldn't have no cheating if most people were being honest with themselves. Right. And that's real talk. I would like to talk about jealousy if you want. I could share about that. Like, so I'm gonna just start off with saying that I think that if I was um exploring poly, I just I'm just gonna say poly, I'm not gonna say lifestyle because I know that that's probably like offensive. So if I was a person participating in poly, I would probably be really jealous because I don't like to share. I never did, not even when I was a kid. So I just want to say <laughs> that, that's just me. <laughs> one of the biggest concepts of polyamory, this is what I love about poly. I'm going to be honest with you. It's one of the, we, we really talk about this work, right? The shadow work in some ways. Like, so jealousy is a human emotion. Babies feel jealous. Babies feel possessiveness. You touch my toy, right? Or get off my mommy, you know, like, Babies have this emotion. So we are human beings. We have this emotion. In monogamy, it feels almost normalized to go, oh, you keyed his car because you were jealous. Or you went through his phone because you was jealous. Or you Corey last Tuesday. Or whatever. <laughs> In monogamy, it feels like the bad behavior associated with the emotion is normalized. Whereas in polyamory, we're like, listen, have that emotion, Right. But know that that's your work, right? And 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 also it's an indicator of a, a few different things. So I'll I'll say that. But um, it's just because you're angry doesn't mean you pick up a table and throw it, right? So just because I'm jealous doesn't mean I'm now gonna start putting it all on him or or putting it all on my partner or like you know getting all you know that I, I start to have an indicator of one am i being treated well in this relationship did i agree to this so i start asking myself a series of questions if i did i'm being treated well in this relationship then i deal with my jealousy on my own i will I, I sometimes i laugh at myself and i remind myself don't you like being free too like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, so they're on a date tonight. Okay, you having a boring night. It's okay. On Thursday, next week, you like being free too. So there's there's a little, a bunch, I go in my toolbox of jealousy. Um, <laughs> you know, and the and, uh, and biggest one is I don't own my partner. Mm. They are on earth. We are here to love each other and experience each other. They are free. And I am free. And just because you love me doesn't mean that I am your possession. I can't be shared. You can share a sweater and a slice of pizza, but you can't share me because you are not entitled to me. I mean, my time or my body. So those are concepts that I believe 
that kind of grounds me when I do have these emotions of jealousy. But sometimes it's an indicator of like, I'm not being treated right. I want more time. You know what? Like, how are you going to get five plants? How are you getting another plant if you ain't taking care of the plants you have? Right? Come on. So I'm, I'm not Come on. Care. I'm not Come on. Care. I need some sunlight. <laughs> I have a few things that I need. And you get in a bunch of other plants. So so sometimes jealousy is an indicator of I'm not being poured into. If, if I'm being treated right, then, and you found another hobby, <laughs> and you found other time, then great. But I need to feel nourished. So sometimes it's an indicator of I'm not being treated well. And if I'm being treated well, then... And it's an internal issue. Sometimes it's security, insecurity, and I deal with that too. I look in the mirror and I say I'm a bad bitch or whatever, you know. Like I, I try to, or in all. I don't have a job for that, but I try not to compare myself to the other person. So someone over here needs comments. They need to come over to YouTube or go to Team Mason TV. But they've been writing a lot in this comments, so they're definitely tuned in. But they basically are asking. Has there ever been a time where you still feel empty, even though, you, in, as far as emotional, uh, I guess, you still feel empty, like you don't feel fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled. Um, when you have multiple you can partners. Have, you, can have, you can have five partners and not feel fulfilled, and you can have one partner and not fulfilled, fulfilled, yes. be fulfilled. That's an internal thing, right? There you go. There you go. You can have there you my go. And be like, oh my God, I love all my partners and I'm managing because them well and it's wonderful. <laughs> or you really can be like, honestly, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling lonely, you know? Really, honestly, the matter of being fulfilled definitely comes within yourself. And I, I say that yeah. even being a monogamous woman, um, that if I don't love me, how somebody else gonna love me? So the fulfillment yeah. comes from me. It, it, I gotta be cool with me in order for you to even be cool with me. So right. fulfillment does not come from other people. It definitely comes from yourself. Doesn't matter how many you got. Now, and I want but I like variety. What so? What you just said? <laughs> what you what you just said, Corey, is a true misconception with a lot of people. Um. Me having wanted multiple partners is not because I'm not fulfilled. Right. Okay. I, I think people got that misconception of uh, you getting multiple people because you're not fulfilled. I'm fulfilled within myself. Mm -hmm. I attach on to other people for other other things. People are you know, people. <laughs> they they bringing something else to the table for me. If I should be fulfilled before I got with them. Because if I'm not filled up, then how am I even going to entertain more than myself? Right. And let alone entertain more than one partner. I like you roses. Know? I like sunflowers. I like lilies. I like, you know, like God made all these varieties of flowers. And just because I like a sunflower and I adore the sunflower and I, I, I love it and I, you know, take care of it doesn't mean that I don't love the rose too. The rose is beautiful. So, like, that's what I also remind myself when it comes to jealousy. Like, just because this person loves this other amazing, awesome thing doesn't mean they don't love me. You know, like, I'm unique and no one can replace you. No one can replace me. So, you know, but people can say, I like I like a whole garden. <laughs> like, it's, it's a lot to do with self-love. And it seems like a lot of internal things where originally I thought 
being, you know, poly had to do with outside. But from what we're talking about, it's a lot of internal stuff. So like, Corey, you talked about being jealous and how you don't like to be in that type of scenario. Do you think that that's internal, external? Do you think that certain things like make you feel that way? How do you feel about jealousy being a monogamous woman? Uh, so I think for me, it's like, that's a preference thing, right? So mm-hmm. I think that I prefer to be with one person. I don't think I have the mental capacity to uh, love multiple people at one time right now at the place in life that I am or I don't really want my partner to love other people neither. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Like, I just don't. I want you to love me. I want all your time. I want all your money. I want all your attention. I want everything. <laughs> Why well, so was money second? Anyway, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want it. You don't have enough to share. My partner does not have enough to share at all, ever. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just what it is for me. Um, but I don't knock anybody. This sounds really interesting. I'm just trying to gauge whether or not it sounds beautiful the way she's saying it. I'm just oh, yeah. trying to talk to myself inside you. She's like selling me a dream here because I'm like, <laughs> I wanted to buy plants. I was, I was like all over the place. I was like, I could nurture one plant and another plant. As long as you take plants. care of them. Yes. And I was like, oh yeah, no, them plants that I got outside, they ain't right. So I know I can't handle multiple plants. Can't handle multiple plants. You know what I'm saying? So Jeez. no, it's just not, it, it wouldn't be necessarily for me, but I think that it sounds really dope if it, if you can personally yeah. withstand that. And I'm fulfilled in myself as a person. So can, can I, I ask I, you one question? Can I ask you a question that's serious? I, I, I always wanted to ask somebody who, you know, suppose you met someone, right? And well, Mel, who are you asking? Everybody, the whole panel? Somebody specific? I, 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 well, mostly Corey and Mason. Okay. okay. I, 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 I'm, I don't like I'm being singled out like this. <laughs> no, Go suppose ahead. you met someone, right? Um, You met them and y'all did share that this person, you know, has been, has been in a poly relationship and, you know, they, they actually like they actually like being in a poly relationship, but they have also been in a monogamous relationship before in a life before them. And now y'all meet each other and you really like this person. You really mm-hmm. like them. And they come to you and, you know, it's like, I, I need something more. I need more. Mm-hmm. I, I'm enjoying you. I, I, I like being with you. I like spending time with you. Y'all done been spending time together now. I'm talking about y'all really, you know, spending time together. No cheating, no nothing like that. It's just Father. been y'all two. Y'all really feeling each other. And it's like, you know, I enjoy doing this with you, but it's it's just something missing. And, and, and I'm telling you this. I'm telling you what's missing. And they want to bring somebody else in. But you Corey. have never been with anybody other than a one-on-one monogamous relationship. So, Corey, how would you handle that? Oh, you want to ask how, me how would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? Mason should go first. It's not turns. It's not turns. Can I answer after them? Can I answer after them? All right. Yeah. So, no, go ahead, one, Corey. I'm going to say 
disclaimer on this statement because you never know <laughs> what you're going to do unless you're in that situation. But my yeah. initial mind says, well, <laughs> then you might need to go find a person that wants to explore those type of things with you. Now, if I love that person, like we would spend, I don't care about how much time we've been spending, but if I love you, I might be willing to explore it and tell you, like, we can try this, but I, I'm going to let you know from the where my boundaries lie. And I'm going to let you know the the pros and the cons to asking me, this person, about exploring those options, like where, where this can actually go. Like, hey, I might one day wake up and be like, fuck this. I, I don't know what. You might get the, the cat out the bag or the cat in the bag. I don't know. It depends. So I, 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 I just... I, Come back to me in a second. Let me really that, No, 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 no. What, what, the reason I asked you that question and you answered it honestly was what I'm trying to say. I talk to a lot of my friends who say that they are monogamous. And I'm like, you're monogamous because that's all you've ever known, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's all you've ever known is being monogamous. Mm -hmm. But if, if it presented in front of you, you even just said, if you love them enough, mm. if you love that person enough, you were willing to say, maybe we can try. So all I'm trying to say is, most people keep saying they're, and they're monogamous and they can only be with one person and they can only, yeah, you can because that's what we've been taught to do. But if you, if you were introduced or shown something different. Something different. You know what I mean? Who's to say what not play out for you? Because I believe if you ever cheated on somebody, <laughs> I would just she has, like she has, you never has. cheated on somebody, then uh you was uh kind of <laughs> like you are not monogamous. That's not a monogamous thing. You're not monogamous. She wasn't, she wasn't monogamous. She wasn't. Tell us about no, your non-monogamy. Uh, Go ahead. Uh-oh. Uh -uh. mm. No, it was Sherwin's turn. It was Sherwin's turn. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No, no, we used to go to high school together. Oh, oh, oh. Let's not let everything happen. This is Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, no. Ain't nothing crazy. Ain't nothing to crazy. answer your question, to answer, um, to respond back to you, Mel, um, okay, so when I cheated, I was a hurt person and I was hurting people. So let's just, just, just say that. Let's declare that. Hurt people, hurt it people. wasn't because I felt like I needed more or I was like, you know, against being like serious with someone. No, I was just a hurt person and I was hurting people and I just didn't give no fucks. Now, okay. In my new life, where I'm more mature now, and I'm able to identify that I don't cheat, I will leave before I cheat. I don't know if I would. I wouldn't necessarily. I, I I've never been in a poly relationship, right? So I've only been in monogamous relationships. But sitting here, even hearing about it, I don't know if I could picture like other women in my castle. Like, no, there's only one queen here. There can't be multiple queens, right? I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if somebody says they want to add someone to our relationship, I would say absolutely not. See me when you're free. 
if you, what you do when we're not together, you can have other people that you love. But in my home, like, see me when you want to adore me. I don't yeah. want to, you know, you can have other people. She's definitely. But that's just me. And other poly, some no. poly people would be like, some I want to Some poly people someone. different. I can't. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. do the adding or There are different types of poly relationships. Yeah, there are different poly relationships. relationships. You know, what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and I respect I respect her relationship. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I totally respect her relationship. You know, because that's who she is, and she set those boundaries when she first walked through the door. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But the for some people, that's like you know, we all there's different type everybody's of relationships together. Yeah, 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 and and everybody's okay with being in that relationship together. Mm -hmm. Her, she let you know from the door. I don't want to be with none of you. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't want to be with none of you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like but straight up. You, you have people. Like, yeah, that's and, the thing. And, and, I'm not going to restrict you. But mm. you, I want, and, and that's in some way, although I may not be the queen or whatever, when we are together, you're the only thing that matters. When I'm together, oh, that's, I know that's right. right. I know well, that's, that's right. game. <laughs> You So speaking of favorites, well, Mason, don't get out of Instagram, but we're going to ask about favorites later. After Mason and goes, go ahead, Mason, because you answer if you would have been if the person that you love, you spend a lot of time with. So uh, my answer is similar to yours, I guess. And proving Mel's point, a lot of things you can't say, like, I can't say no to something now. Um, but in, in that conversation, I would have to, one, admire the honesty to, you know, have a conversation with her about, like, how strong is these feelings? Do you have a person in mind? Like, how does this work? A lot of it would be educational. And that's the mature me speaking. So, I mean, if, if the act and and the person already explored that'd be a different conversation but if the person's coming to me beforehand saying listen i have these feelings um this is how i feel about this i would respect that i i would look at that person a little bit different because you're being honest right out the gate this is what's happening this is how i'm feeling this is what i think will make me feel better so you can't do nothing but respect that um for me it's a lot of conversations to see how deep how far pause um, how much, you know, information is gathered or how far along is the other person in it? Mm -hmm. Pause. So I don't know, Malika, if you said what you wanted to say after me, um, Mason and I went, um, yes, you say yes, okay. which was basically, so, I wouldn't add anyone, but there yeah, are probably people who are yeah. all in one relationship. I'm solo poly, which means that, um, you do I you, know. I do me, yeah. and we do each but other. I, when but we I'm not, I'm not. Don't ask, don't tell. I want to know, and I and I call. We call them metamors. So my partner's partner is my metamor. I've gone out to lunch with my metamor. I've gone to like yoga with my metamor. I love my. I have a forever meta, which is like I broke up with the guy, but we're still friends. You know. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but but it doesn't mean that we are all three in a relationship. That's a different thing. Do you, ever, do you yeah. ever engage uh like and take it to the next step with maybe a metamor? Have you ever done that? Because now that yeah, have you ever done That's that? That's a new concept. Um see the thing is that when I have emotional connection with someone and I love them, I I personally I they have other people, but I 
it turns off that for me. I'm okay. being cordial. I'm being polite. I'm being nice. We're connecting, but I'm not like, oh, now we can all be. I'm very that I guess in some ways I don't want to say possessive, but that's when it's like, no, when we're together, our time is I'm very clear about trying to separate our time. Now, have I had threesomes and orgies and all that stuff? That happens at my play parties. That's different. <laughs> now, I didn't see that coming. Pause. <laughs> I didn't know where we were going. <laughs> you surprised me. Okay. All right. There we go. <laughs> I really didn't know that's where we were going with that. Okay. <laughs> you know, that's a whole other thing. But when I, when I, but sometimes the people that I'm serious with, I, I say, you can come to the event, but I'm in host mode at this event and it may not be all about you. And if you can't handle me in this space, then you shouldn't come to my event. So like I have partners that let's say are my intimate love partners that I, I compartmentalize sex. Not everybody does that, but I do. Um, and I host erotic events and it's a whole other thing. And that could be for another day or whatever. <laughs> well, we Corey's got questions. Go ahead, Corey. I'm, questions, I'm, questions. I'm just going to write it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you looked at Corey at the moment that you said it, her eyes rolled to the left and rolled to the right? And that's usually when she's thinking and that means she has questions. I truly <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get back to the that part, but <laughs> so someone said in the comments of me, which I really wish they would come over to hush your mouth on YouTube or Teenage TV. But they said, if there's any real true way you can really experience true love with multiple partners, but she's saying she loves them. How do you? I guess mm -hmm. is the question like, how do you know that you like? How can you truly love multiple people at one time? I mean, that, you know, monogamous people tend to invalidate things that are different from what they've been socialized to do. That's what Mel was talking about. Like, if you've only known one thing, then right. you can't sometimes understand that people, you know, like if I'm in a fish uh, tank, then I don't know that, oh my God, there's people like outside of this water, you know? Mm -hmm. Um so, you know, a polyamorous person is someone who understands, like, I can be love. in love with more than one person at the same time. And if that were to happen, I want to be honest about it and I want to be ethical about it. So um, I start out with that on the table. So that way, if it happens, I'd rather start with the widest box ever, if that makes sense. And if it happens, then it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, like maybe our life might look like it's just me and you, but we've already talked about if I love someone else, I'm not going to stop this relationship. Right. Okay. 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 So now it has there ever been a time and this, mm, I don't know, but I want to put Mel in the hot seat real quick because she ain't like how she did that to me. So... Being that you was in a poly and you ended up marrying one, I'm just going to sit here and ask you, did you have a favorite? Because you married one. I just seen it. I just seen my wife up here. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. So did you have a favorite? And hey, Mason, I like how you hooked me yes. up. Good looking, Mason. Good looking out. I got you. I got you. No, you be no. out here acting no. crazy. No, 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 no. no. It's, um, 
did I love one more than the other? I think um, yes, you did. Uh -oh. It was Tina. <laughs> yes, I, you did. I, He's um, like, say the right answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I married Tina, so of course I loved her okay. more, but I loved them differently. Ooh. I loved them differently. Good job, Mel. Good answer. <laughs> you gotta learn that different language. Like. Okay, Malika. I, 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 I'm just it's just like if you have multiple kids. Like, you don't constantly be like, you might have a favorite today or a favorite this week, but you don't speak into like that you love one more than the other. You chose these people. You chose these relationships, you know? Right, right, right. Absolutely. So you're Everybody saying that- Everybody brings something different. Everybody brings something different. I mean, like, you know, it was, a, it was for me, it was a complete balance. You know, what one didn't feel like doing, the other one did. Um, what I did with one, I didn't have to do with the other. Um, you know, it was- to me, it was balanced for, you know, everybody had their own role that they played. It's just like any, it's just like when you're in a monogamous relationship, everybody has their own role for us in our relationship. Now, if, if, if one, if the other one had chose to go out and be with somebody, now you got to remember that that's what I'm saying. I can give you some, I have been, <laughs> Tina has dated people. <laughs> And I've known the people and they've been around me. Okay. So this is, this is not, this is not, you know, that's why I say we've been there. We've done a lot. You know what I'm saying? Um, I've been around some of her, her, even when she was with the male guy. Okay. So I think it's the love and the consent that we and the respect that people that they have for each other in that relationship that allows them to be able to accept who each other are. Like, I love you. This is real unconditional love. Like, I love <laughs> you. I love you. And I, even if you love other people, I'm here, you know, um, the same way we love our friends. You know, we love our friends. And we go, we're so grateful that they're in our life and they have other friends. You know, I'm just glad that I had that experience with my wife. You know, I, I, I'm glad that I was able to share that experience with her. You know, if I had to share with anybody else, I'm glad that it was it was her that I was able to share it with. Because the one thing we do know is we she look, she said horrible experience. We'll never do it again. You see, her? she <laughs> look, it, everybody felt different. And like I told you, I was very honest. It, I didn't have a problem. It wasn't me that had a problem, but it wasn't for me to talk about somebody else's problem either. But, you know, everybody is different. It was balanced for me at the time, mm -hmm. you know, but I understand why she felt that. I understand why she mm -hmm. felt that way because we talked about it. You know, she explained that to me what, what her problem was, but every, well, it does not for everybody. It's not for everybody. It's not. Um, so someone here said to me, as long as you feel respected, this is from Christina Marie. Uh, as long as you feel respected, everyone is fully uh, aware and consenting on the terms they are set. Then cool. I support loving, positive relationships as long as appropriate, obviously. Right. So whatever mm -hmm. works for you. Um, Tina says she ain't having it. She ain't having it, Mel. <laughs> Don't get no ID. Well, 
mean, you heard me say what we did when we were younger. It ain't happening the same mm-hmm. now that we older. I was honest about that, you know. Right. Yeah. So, um, so what happens if you settle down and or you have kids? How does how does a poly relation relationship look when you have a kid or or, or kids or you're having kids I or daughter. <laughs> Um, her dad was polyamorous and we co-parent and we <laughs> broke up and we co-parent just like everybody else who co-parents. So. One weekend at my house, the other weekend at his house, half the week. We literally split it 50-50. But now we've switched up the schedule this this uh, school semester. But it was 50-50 for like the last five years. Uh, yeah, about five years. The first two years I had her 100%. We broke up like shortly after she was born. Um, but... Everybody polys differently, right? So the same way some poly parents are, if I'm poly, then the village is loving all my babies and and we're loving on each other's babies and it's kitchen table poly and all that. Some people, because they're poly, just because I'm polyamorous doesn't mean that you have access to my child. You might meet her, but doesn't mean that we're in a relationship. She knows that I'm polyamorous. She knows that mommy at one point had two or three boyfriends. She's, you know, you know, I've been honest with her, um, but she doesn't care. She's playing with her damn toys and <laughs> she's, a, she's a child. She doesn't care. We talk age appropriate. So even if someone meets okay. her, I, I introduce them as this is my friend. You have friends. Mommy has friends. Like, and then it's just a brief meeting. And, and that's it. I'm not romantic with multiple people. I'm solo poly. So I choose to not live with anyone. So when we're together, it's she has my intentional time. I think of it as my mommy-daughter date when we are together. So I'm not booking dates with other people. When we, when she's over her dad's house, then I have my time with my partners. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's and everybody has their intentional time. When I'm with you, I'm with you. When I'm not with you, I have other people in my life that the world doesn't resolve revolve around you. That's that's the biggest oh. thing that I. Just because we are together does not mean my world revolves around, around you. I have other people that love me. <laughs> Corey I disagrees. Love. You have two people. Yo, I mean, Cor- I Corey, people. I love your face expressions today. She's- <laughs> you've been, you've been on hush your mouth all day. Hush your mouth. <laughs> my world doesn't revolve around you. So y'all know my baby speaking, but it don't it don't be saying the same things that I'm necessarily like thinking of. Like, like she said earlier, please excuse my facial expressions. I've had this problem since I was a child. So don't mommy. I'm just like I've already been married to like not everybody desires to get married again. Not everybody desires to have someone live with them. So these are misconceptions that people think that just because you're a woman in the world, you can't wait to have a husband. I you agree. Can't wait to have a co-parent. She has a daddy. <laughs> she has a village. So just because I love someone doesn't mean that they are now her step parent. Like mm-hmm. we don't have to do that. Um, she may, if the relationships get serious, then eventually she's going to know these are my people in my life. You know, like I don't have to hide anything from my daughter. But um, just because we're dating or we're in love with each other doesn't mean that you're now my co-parent. 
Right. No, obviously, no. That's now, how real life. Now, goes. right. Now, me and Tina is a lot different because uh, you see, she even said it herself. We co-parenting for us is like being in a poly relationship. Okay. Um, we've always had, if that's the case, um, that her kid's father is he just left our house just now. Him and his wife. Um. Because our son is here, so we he came to see our son. So, and but the one thing that I honestly can say about her, she put those boundaries up for everybody in the relationship when we first got together. It's like you know, this is my kid's father, this is his wife, you know, and we all, you know, in our relationship, it was always made like we're in a relationship together, all of us, you know, all of us are in a relationship together. I, you, you, you would have came here. You would like, they just was here. Me and his wife is in here talking. He's outside with our son and the kids spending time with the kids. Um, it's all, when we had father's day, he comes down, we honor him for father's day. Aww. Um, his 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 wife comes Delta, with him. You know, um, the dynamics for our household is probably not like most. You know, mm -hmm. um, we that is a poly relationship right there. Mm -hmm. Our kids call all of us. I, I mean, I'm their mom. We've been together for 23 years. Him and his wife has been together for a long time. Our kids call him his kids' mom too. You know what I mean? Oh. My biological daughter even call their father her dad you know he talks to her more than me and me and tina talk to her yeah um, i'm solo poly i don't i don't yeah even if so someone she, came in with a, a relationship i would say call me when they when you have a babysitter see and that's the difference like she's honest and that's she's solo she makes that very clear i am by myself oh, i ain't bringing no baggage and you don't bring none either Put you me know. on the backup, backup babysitter list. But I don't know. <laughs> backup, backup. Yo, Corey, I just love your face today, yo. I'm just. She was distracted. She wasn't. <laughs> you can have as many kids as you want. Just call me when you got the other co-parent watching them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. She said, I ain't with that. Oh, that's that question. Somebody asked the question. David Patterson, do you think a poly relationship has a, an effect on children mentally and emotionally? I think that children need to learn in this day and age that there are different type of families, right? Even when they go to school, they go, oh, Sarah has two moms. Oh, Johnny has his grandmother raising him. Or, you know, like there has always been different type of families. And I think the more we normalize that there are there's diverse families, the kids are like, oh, this is my norm. I go, you know, for my daughter, she's like, I go to my dad's house. Daddy has a whole village over there. Grandma, she has her auntie Alita who lives with them. You know, like basically he has a whole village. She goes over mommy's house, it's me and her. Like this is her norm. And will we deal with later on if she has some emotional issues? She'll go to therapy like the rest of us. <laughs> like, you know, like, well, I don't know. I mean, a better I, I, a childhood than me. 
Shit. <laughs> but the thing of it is, I think it's I think it's what you involve them in too. Because I mean, I, I don't know. For me, I you say does it affect my oh, she said our youngest talk about I, I think it's what you involve them in. My other kids, to me, I don't think they paid as much attention as my our youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, our older kids, I don't think they paid us as much attention. So it was like, I don't I think the youngest one paid more attention because she was the youngest, so she was around more. So I think I don't know. I she'll say that was weird to her, you know, uh, because she'd be like, that was weird, you know, when you and me my wife and the other person was together. But I think it was more so weird to her because she knew that I was dating this person and then it was like, wow, all, now all of us are in a relationship together. You understand what I'm saying? And by us being a child, we were all in the same house. So it wasn't like she was exposed to that. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's different. That's what, it's, it's totally different when she says I'm solo. Like I, there's nothing, um, there's nothing around her kids because she doesn't have that. We all lived in a house together. Cause you were kitchen probably. Yeah. Kitchen well, <laughs> kitchen, kitchen table. Kitchen table. Say, kitchen oh table. my God. Oh. Your child is growing up with two different households. And I feel like everybody will have something to say if it's not out of the cookie cutter man, woman, Two kids. Absolutely. There you People go. People will there always you go. have something to say. When the kids are like, thank God I have all this food and all this all love. This love. You know what I mean? And and yeah, at some point they'll be like, Oh, listen, I grew up without a mom. You know, I didn't meet my mom till I was 23 years old. We're cool now. <laughs> and I'm I'm in my late 30s. Um, you know, everybody has something in their family, right? And at some point. They'll be like, oh, why aren't, why isn't my family like this? Or they won't, you know, it's just, but overall, as long as they're showered with love and it's healthy, you know. You so I think it's what you, ma- you got, it's what you make normal for them too, Corey. Right. It's what you make normal. Like, oh, okay. I didn't, I, I didn't we were talking about the person. Right. You read the question. You read the question. I apologize. You just read the question. But I no. think it's what you make normal. Yes, because yeah. anything that you make normal to your kids, they're going to automatically, that's their norm. And that's the thing about social norms, that people got to understand that monogamy is a social norm. So that's why we, that's why this is like so like unbeknownst to Mason and I, right? Or we're learning something that has been done for years because that statement, it takes a village. I always thought they were talking about the whole family. No, they probably talking about <laughs> the, the other boyfriends and the other So David Peterson says, is it possible children address this nonchalant because they are children and they are not mature enough to understand at the age at that age, but as they get older, mentally things can change. And then they could get a boo boo, and they. Can, I mean, I'm. Mean, like, like, no, you, like, you deal with things as they come up, right? So, like, right. you know, at some point, as a teen, teen or something, they might be like, "Why isn't our life normal? Or why isn't my life like Sarah's?" Or like, <laughs> and and and. and 
and you deal with it as it comes up. You go listen. You you don't have we don't have our life like that. Okay. Now that's that. You know, like, okay, but, therapy, but what about a woman? Book. What what about a woman and a man who's in a relationship together? Um, I don't. You, those mental issues come from maybe not the relationship because what about a woman who's in an abusive relationship? Right. Later on down the line, those kids end up right. having, I mean, it, it, I don't think it's, I think there's trauma. It don't have to do with the relationship. It has mm -hmm. to do with trauma maybe for mm -hmm. someone. You know right. what I'm saying? Now that trauma for a child may be not because you were in a poly relationship, but because of what people talked about in front of that child that's not mm -hmm. normal in a poly relationship. So it caused them some trauma down the line. Yeah. You know, you, you understand what I'm trying to say? It's, they, it's trauma. Yeah, right. it's it's what you say in front of a child. So if you if if you go to around all your friends and all of them friends are saying they parents and all these people talking about oh poly lifestyle is uh not 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 normal or or, or that's not right or the, so now that's causing trauma to that child because that child is mm -hmm. living in a poly family right. Or you tell them listen, so there's, there's older, there's it does types. cause them some. Yeah, there's Tino different Clark. types of love, and there's Tino no Clark. right or wrong. It's Your just children. like if you were gay. Like, I, just because I'm gay doesn't mean that you have to be gay, but this is who I am. You also have to live your life. The kids came into your world. They, You didn't come to their You also have to be your authentic self. This is who I am. I am polyamorous. And, you know, they're going to deal with what they got to deal with. But you still try oh. to make sure everything's healthy. What did Tina say? Okay, go back to Tina real quick. She said, your children are taught by their experiences at home. That is their normal. Again, yes. your norms come from what you set forth for your children. She says, my children were proud of our unit and people put in their place if they question their home. Put people in their place if they question yep. their home. Yes, yeah, because my kids, my kids definitely made it very clear. I have two moms. Everywhere they went, they were proud. Yeah. They had two moms. They had two moms. So, that's a but good it's, thing. It's, it's it's all because of what they're taught at home. It's, you right. know, that's normal for them. Right. Like even for me, I'm not in a poly relationship, but my I'm, my partner is a woman. But my kids call that their dad. That's their dad. You cannot tell my kids that that's not their dad. That's their fucking dad. Okay. So, um, Shout out to side panel. Shout out to side panel. Oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. Side panel. So David Patterson at nine, and we're going back to stuff because we got our last two questions. Because the last question is for you, Melissa. But. Do you think at any point the child wonders what happened to daddy and things to themselves? Why wasn't my daddy good enough with two, but two other, two other men are? I guess that's what it's like. Oh, that's, oh. that's them trying to call me out. No, no, no. no. no because if it was a woman, if it was a woman, I mean, what it is is, you know, their father, her father, she will learn when she gets of age that her dad is polyamorous also. And I am polyamorous. And as of right now, I don't know what the shape of my life is going to be when she gets older, right? Because the numbers change. Um, but, you know, we will talk about these things as it gets age appropriate. 
And also, right. the, I am not a professional, right? So there's also therapy. And she is her own human being in the world, right? So I get to pour into her and love her and give her a bunch of guidance. But also, she gets to have a whole bunch of other people that give her guidance. She gets to go to therapy. She gets, <laughs> she gets well, to do whatever she needs to do to work out whatever she needs to work out. But I depend. at some point, you realize, oh, wait, my parents are human beings. Like All they're, right. not Come on. Hero. they're not this pedestal y thing that we put up with them. They are human, right? Listen, Monica, Monica, let me tell you something that we explore here on Hush Your Mouth. We explore relationships in all aspects very deeply in Hush Your Mouth, right? right? Parenting is something that we talk about here on Hush Your Mouth a lot, and it doesn't come with a manual. But just because what's normal to other people is not normal to other people, or whatever the case is, that doesn't make what you're doing bad. It doesn't. And that's the thing that people have to be able to accept. How long have you been poly? Because it, seem, it seems like... Uh, I, I was in a monogamous marriage. I was with that person for 10 years. We broke up. And um, actually, uh, I've been poly for eight years. Eight years. Okay, eight years. And you I, I've identified as polyamorous. For eight years. So like no, yeah. And you feel happy in that space, obviously. You are yeah. like, yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it takes a very brave brave and courageous person to be able to one raise other brave, brave and courageous people, but also just to be able to live your life wholly and fully and not give a fuck about what other people got to say. Cause somebody always exactly. has something to say. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. 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 So now are poly relationships sexually safe and what are the risk factors? Well, when people ask me that question, I say that when I was in a monogamous marriage, you know, it was more risky than it was than I am now because my husband was fucking everything moving at work. Woo! Come on, come on, come on. I was this virtuous wife. On that note. My virginity to my husband. I was this, I was that. I, I did everything that you're supposed to do. And I could have caught whatever, right? I could have caught all the STIs, right? But, you know, they tend to think that because you're polyamorous or because you are free or sexually free, because I also host erotic events, right? I have lots of fun in the sex realm. Um, they think that that's not <laughs> at stake. Right? But usually people who are sex positive, and who, who are polyamorous, they also, they get tested more often, right? So I mm -hmm. want to know what your results are. I want to know when was the last time you get tested. Because yeah. I get tested every three months. So what are you, what's, what's your, what's your, what is your bill of rights? What last time you've been tested? Right. So I feel like information, the lack of information, the lack of knowing your status is really the thing that creates more STIs. So whether you have five partners or one partner, you don't know if that one partner is cheating on you and lying. I know to that's you. right. You assume it and you go, "Oh, I don't need to get tested because I only been with him for five years," and and then you know, so that's how the, the STIs spread. And also, just because you're poly doesn't mean you're very sexually active. I just happen to be polyamorous and 
just because you're poly doesn't some poly people are like i have my one or two people everybody know you know doesn't mean that i just want to desexualize polyamory because not everybody who's polyamorous is has a lot of partners or highly sexual right absolutely but yeah, so that's the two misconceptions that just because you're poly, some people might I have my two boyfriends, that's it, you know, or I have my two girlfriends and that's it. And we've been just two of us for 10 years, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that's high risk, right? So, oh, I got a question for Mel. And this is what I'm thinking back a little bit because I just thought about it because you know, I got to process my thoughts. This is like really happening really fast and this is like super new to me. Oh, <laughs> Yvonne, first of all, Yvonne has two boyfriends. But, um, Mel, <laughs> so what if your partner said, like you said, you asked me the question about if my partner came to me and said, oh, I want to be with multiple people. So what if your partner, you've explored poly uh, relationships. What mm -hmm. if the person came to you that you love and you've been spending a lot of time with and said, okay, I love you and I, I, I enjoy our time together. Um, but I want another man mm. to join our relationship. It was too that's a great that listen, that that's a great question. But I'm a lesbian. Mm. Well, well, I'm a name? lesbian. Yeah. Have you yeah. dated a bisexual woman before being a lesbian? I, whoa, 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 whoa. Listen, you asked me my my answer. My answer to her is I'm a lesbian. So that don't fit in my boundaries. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> that don't that don't fit in my boundaries. But can she be with him? Well, wait a minute. Would she be able to still be with him and be with you? Uh, I did. Tina did date a man. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she did date a man, and I knowingly dated. No, she dated the man. I, I mean, I don't think he, he nobody. And you know, so I, I so believe if, 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 I don't think it could be a problem. Okay. See, Mason, I was right. I'm I don't think you. it could be a problem. It would have to be discussed. Um, it would have to be discussed. Now, let me let me just say this. Let me let me be let me explain the difference. Is her dating who she wants to date is one thing. When we decided to be in a relationship with the other person. Yeah, I don't know what she said. I was trying to read what she said. Um, Hold on, we were not together. Know, no, we weren't together in the relationship. I didn't. I didn't say that we weren't in the relationship. But I know that she was dealing with the guy, and we did get together after she dealt with the guy too. You know, so I'm not saying that it couldn't happen. That's what I was saying. That you asked me a question. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. But what I'm trying to say is, I <laughs> not gonna be with no guy. No, I don't want you to be with a guy. But Polly doesn't. But Polly doesn't mean that you necessarily have to be with that person. Okay, but, but you but, said add to the. But relationship. you said add to the relationship. Oh, There's a difference. Yeah. I'm not going to be with no guy. But now, you would accept them being with a, a guy. With a, that's why I said she was with a guy. I know she's been with a guy. It don't bother me the fact that she. Been Corey, with a guy. stop trying to make make your answer come out of of, of Mel's mouth. Mel has said. What she said, her 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 I boundaries have been set. She's re honestly. reiterated her boundaries several times. Let her boundaries stand. 
I there's no crossing that line for me. Okay. Period. There's, I don't. There's no man in my life. No, I know. I know that. I, I am the only man in in this relationship. Okay. Well, you know all lesbian parties are because I'm starting to like. I'm starting to prefer women <laughs> over men. I got like strap on. I pressed every button on my entire control. <laughs> Five times. I don't know how this got out of control. <laughs> event it's called sex church and <laughs> it is uh, a beautiful amazing experience where i bring the polyamorous world the bdsm kink world and the swinger world all together in some oh, wow wow and there's a mingling section there's a bdsm kink room there's a smoking section in the backyard and downstairs there's five mattresses and a sofa so y'all gonna make Yo, me you never said anything about five mattresses <laughs> and a sofa. go ahead no. go i do i do this every month it's called she ain't never say five mattresses. It's, it, it ends up, so downstairs is the playroom so people end up having sex or you can sit on the sofa and watch. You can come as a couple. You can come by yourself. Um, there's uh, usually a, a even amount of people. You can come and be a voyeur. You can go, I just want to look cute and watch the whole night. And it ends up being a really wonderful night, an entertaining night. Or you could be like, you know what? My body is wanting this person. And you have uh, consent is extremely important. So we talk about consent. I have a 10 p.m. grounding where we talk about consent. Do not touch anyone without asking. And then once you, let's say you connect with someone in the backyard and you're smoking by the fire pit or sitting on the hammock, and then y'all connect or in the living room when we're playing the icebreakers, later on you might go, can we go downstairs? You know, and sometimes it turns into a, a, a multiple thing. Or sometimes it's just a dyad sexual experience. But also when you're on the couch, you're watching, we're sending them energy. We're not just like watching and like touching ourselves and like, when can I get next? I send a grounding to the voyeurs that we're sending them energy. We're breathing with them. We're in honor and in awe of the fact that they are allowing us to watch. So it's a party of voyeurs. <laughs> Why'd you lean in, Corey? Why'd you? Yo, elbow came. <laughs> And, and people come as couples, people come as single people. There's male, there's all genders. This is a queer friendly space. I am a queer woman. So that's my biggest rule. This is a consent. Consent is extremely important. So you don't touch anyone's arm without asking. Right. Mm -hmm. And also that it's a queer friendly space because everybody gets to be free. Right. This is not a space that we're centering men. Men are very much welcomed, um, but we are not centering them. In fact, they may be in service to the femmes that are here. So I make sure that they have like massage oil. Or I might give them a script if they look a little too uh, awkward. I'm like in service. What do you mean? 
I ask if, if, the, if the men are too awkward or a little too, I, I, I can smell entitled energy and Ooh. I ground the, I ground people at my party, you know? So mm -hmm. I may say we are in service to the femmes in the sense of like, uh, ask her if she's hydrated, does she want some more water? Um, ask her, ask the femmes here, how can I make my, how can I make your day more enjoyable or more pleasurable? <laughs> You know, Yo, I, always a, I always have a femme dom running the room, the bed, the BDSM room. So there's. I was about to say, do you dress up yourself as a dominatrix yourself? I you? am very scantily clad that night, so I'm always in either something sheer or skimpy, and sometimes I play. Uh, some most of the time I'm in host mode. So I'm really touching everyone, making sure that everybody gets the rules, everybody's grounded. I'm making sure that everyone feels seen. That so I care about all bodies being celebrated. So I'm I'm celebrating all the bodies. I'm connecting with people. I'm making sure that everything's smooth. And after we lock the door, most of the time I have multiple lovers here. So if I feel like everything's taken care of with the party, because people make fun of me, I'll start playing and be like, oh shit, is, is, is the chicken in the oven? Like, like I'm in host mode. <laughs> I'm chicken's like, oh, in chicken's the oven. going to say that every week now. The chicken in the oven? So, so I, I remember... But well, the last two I remember. hours, sometimes I play, and it, and it ends up being a very juicy uh, evening. I remember, you know, um, I remember more so this. I mean, I've been to swinger parties before. You sound the same, basically, to me. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that you're saying, is, it sounds basically the same way. Um, yeah. So I, I'm just, what is the difference? Because you said that there... Swinger parties you know, have always existed. They're both. Yeah, because I. Existed. Yeah, because in New York, in New York, we always did swinger parties. Yes. That was like growing. I, 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 I know that was yeah. a big thing there. So that's why I'm like, what is different about these parties than those? It's just a little bit different in the sense that I'm. It, it's because I created it, right? So it's my home. Okay. So okay. It's my home. And I care about, so after 10 years of going to different parties, like three years, three times a year, I left my husband. I had a sexual bucket list. I started, <laughs> I started going to different play parties. Over time, I realized sometimes consent is not cared about, right? So like mm -hmm. even subtle violations can kind of make people feel restricted. Like you just, okay. you talking with your hand, you grab my waist. I don't want to have my ass in the air downstairs. <laughs> like I feel, I feel, you know what I mean? So like consent is very much stressed in my space. And also I feel like sometimes the swinger parties are not uh, queer friendly. And I make sure that this is a space where everybody gets to be free. Uh, and that uh, I guess the difference is I always did all women parties. That might be what Yeah, so I do have I did all women parties. Here. I have I have heterosexual men here. I have queer people okay, here. So I okay. have to always I have to ground everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got everybody. you. I have to yeah. always be on my cues because sometimes straight men have issues and I have to make sure that they are the you know, they are selected and they understand that this is a place for freedom for everyone. I got you. Okay. Mm. And and also I'm polyamorous. So a lot of my polyamorous friends come. So it ends up being a okay. lot of poly people. 
Also, the BDSM room. Sometimes BDSM people don't go to swinger parties, so yeah, they don't. They don't go to swinger parties. Like, at so all. this is a party that combines <laughs> that. So you get to go into okay. that playroom and see some fire play, or see some wax play, or see somebody flogging okay. somebody. So that room is strictly BDSM, and then you get to be a voyeur in that room. So I try to make sure the all three. So that's what makes my party different, basically. Okay. Yeah. Corey's going to erotic the next month, so. Sex Church, uh, October 1st. October uh, okay. 1st, Sex Church. And if they want to find you to find out more information about these play parties that are monthly, monthly. that you can go and entertain and be entertained, okay? It's uh, on Instagram. Uh -oh. Instagram. Oh my God! Get that comment off there. My fault. I just. It's I'm... very sexy. <laughs> you know why? I want to ground everyone. That listen, this is about people. First of all, I'm a yoga teacher, and all these wellness studios, studios, they'll do wellness, right? We talk about self care. We talk about all these different things. They're journaling, self care, all that. But sex is self care. You know, mm -hmm. sex with other people is self-care. <laughs> no, no, I'm laughing at Corey just shaking her head like, yes, you know, yes, it it is. Is. yes. That's like real. We, we gather together and we get to, you know, witness each other, releasing stress. You know, we get to witness. And, and it's almost like namaste. Thank you for joining me on the mat. You know, like, thank you for making me happy on week. You know, so you can come with your partner or you can come by yourself. Um, or you can meet a new partner, you know, or your partner and you can meet a new partner. Um, hey Mason, thanks for letting me watch and not feel like a stalker. I love this. <laughs> what? That's like an awesome feeling. You can watch somebody and not feel like you being weirded out. We celebrate somebody else. We, we celebrate. That, you're called the voyeur. We want you to come and watch. The voyeurs. We celebrate the voyeur. But just know that protect your energy because you're sending them energy. You're sending them love. So I bring a little okay. bit of my my uh, hippie yogi vibe to the normal play party. So Mason's going to be at your play party because you got to go take notes. Watch. He got to go take notes. You're gonna go watch. Go take notes. <laughs> we, have to tell us, we have to come back with the report, and someone has to do this. I like to be voluntold, but. <laughs> so, uh, so, oh man, whoa! So they would contact you at NYC Love House. NYC Love House. <laughs> All the information is there. Look in the link in the bio to buy a ticket. It's in bed style. Uh oh. Okay. Okay. Wow. I don't know. That's my home. I'm not yeah, exposed whether or not no, me and is gonna actually come <laughs> one of these events. That's monthly. It's monthly. Uh, so <laughs> that's Corey's way of confirming. So it's monthly. <laughs> it's monthly. <laughs> She right, said Corey, monthly like five times. Like so Malika Corey, said, yes, it's monthly. You said it's monthly. Yes, it's monthly. Corey, did you say field trip? I'm following NYC Love House tonight. <laughs> and you can be in a monogamous relationship and come to the party and be, you can come with your partner and maybe y'all 
Maybe, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's on your bucket list to sex with your partner in front of a room full of people. You know, or uh, maybe Lord, Lord, uh oh, you done started something. <laughs> okay, we gotta go now, y'all. <laughs> All right, so. Today was a really, really good episode. First of all, let me tell y'all, thank y'all so much for hushing my mouth tonight, okay? <laughs> Sometimes when you hush your mouth, you learn a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot. You learned too, Mason. We both learned. So okay. you guys 100%. Keep and I appreciate I you guys for that. Thank you, man. For our hush your mouth family in the audience, <laughs> and for those who are new. You guys can catch us here every Tuesday and Thursday, 8 p.m. We really start at 8.15 because that's what time we're scheduled to go live. And um, just to give you guys time to set up and be here and our guests, uh, you can catch me at lemon underscore squeeze three on Instagram. Uh, Mason, let them know where they can catch you. As always, you can find me on Instagram at YNVS underscore it's Mason. Stay out of my DMs. Go in his DMs. He's single, ladies. And he'll be at the play party. You might want to see that live. All right. And Mel, you can catch Mel at That Liquidation Plays. Right? Yep. On Facebook and on Instagram. Yeah. Yo, Palette, they sell anything that you need. Whatever you want, That Liquidation Place got it. Thank you guys for joining Hush Your Mouth. Before I go, I just want to say, make sure October 1st, if you're in New York City, Bedside yeah. area, lock it in. Go to Miss Malika's <laughs> play party. Um, Buy a ticket before you go. Don't just come, but come. Thank you guys for joining. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, let's get out of here. Thank you.